I've got places to be. Okay, says the girl that rolled in 12 minutes late. I told you. I said, listen, I am absolutely going to be late today. And in your wrong outfit? It's not a wrong outfit. This outfit is right. The other one I felt bad in. Scene one, take one, marker. She was wearing a denim jumpsuit that looked so delicious. She texted me for like, oh, is this cute for the podcast? And I was like, yes, it's going to match my outfit perfectly. Like, It felt like it was this, too much for Monday. This baby subtle yellow with a denim. Are you kidding me? That's very nice. We I love that you're been... near Ralph. What is it? Ralph Lauren? Well, we went to the outlet malls yesterday or outlet mall yesterday mm -hmm. in Camarillo. Fun. Have you ever been? I'm aware of it. It's huge. Yeah. It's massive. And of course, we've been falling in love with like the baby clothes at Ralph Lauren. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I have no new shirts for the podcast. So I got like a bunch of pop of color shirts for the podcast. So I am in like my bear era. Because <laughs> <laughs> this bear is so cute. It kills me. And there was the exact same one in a zero to three months. So I'm matching. matching a little boy eventually. Aww. <sighs> it's Lizzie's birth week. And you know what? I he says I've got a bone to pick with you because it's my birth week. What? No, 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 no. Like this bitch is jealous. Like he can't stand I'm in my birth week era. <laughs> he can't just enjoy his bear era. He has to take my birthday era too. I don't even love a birthday of my own. Like right. I'm more excited to celebrate your birthday than I would be to celebrate my own. Yeah. I just like didn't calculate correctly really it's a bone to pick with myself because normally i like to get like balloons or something but i realized your birthday it's an awkward year for the podcast it's like i do i agree with you because i was like well am i dressing today for my birthday episode or is next monday my birthday episode and it's like even though it will have had passed next week it's like we have the stories to tell from your birthday yeah, party and we can celebrate the birthday then i think because my birthday is on a friday it's an awkward thing to quote unquote celebrate as we normally would on the pod with our podcast schedule yeah yeah, yeah it's so hard for our podcast schedule it's really it's really hard for our audience to celebrate my birthday with me this year but in years past so the first year was on a wednesday which was a posting day and then a thursday and now it's a friday and that's crazy because it's been three b days on the pod wow that's this has been around crazy? for three years isn't that wild that is fucking wild look at us it feels like just yesterday huh and we're pretty i was consistent. a smoker that Whoa. is the thing I hated most about you. I, wow. Sorry for all you smokers, but I do wish that you would quit. Each I and did every one quit. No, oh. I'm talking to them. Because <laughs> like, I just shit on the smokers, but I do care about your health and well-being. So if oh, you can't it's quit. Not, it will kill you. It's not if, it's when. So go see a hypnotherapist if you're having a hard time stopping because it worked for Lizzie. It definitely did. And I feel like a weak ass bitch because I never like had to like white knuckle anything. But like also I never had to white knuckle anything, you know? <laughs> I made, well, my drug is caffeine, and I made a horrible mistake yesterday. Oh, did you shit yourself? <laughs> what? Oh. Go on. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. As you were with your... I don't know if we need another one. I mean, my story goes nowhere. Oh, I so put my second cup of coffee in the microwave to heat it back up, and then I forgot about it. And then at 8 p.m., I realized I had a crazy headache because I didn't have my coffee, and I realized it's because I went to open the microwave to use the microwave, and my coffee was in the microwave, and I fucked up my whole week now because I ruined my caffeine Our schedule. Our entire motherhood audience severely identifies with that that is the most relatable thing i think you have ever said thank you 
<laughs> Do I have lipstick on my teeth? No. Why do you I'm lick your teeth and look at me? Why are you licking you your teeth and looking at me? Because <laughs> you're Don't so beautiful. Don't fucking look at me. You'd be even more beautiful in that all denim get up. Is it like, it's was a it a jumpsuit? No, oh, it's a two piece. But both denim. Mm-hmm. I just, wow. was, it was a mood. I might wear it. A, I might wear it for my birthday. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't, it wasn't, I don't like having my shoulders uncovered. And now the, that I'm sitting, the straps of this shirt are <laughs> Why like. Why don't you just pull it back? I have. All I've done oh. is pull it back. I don't this know what to do. This shirt is awful. No, it's really cute when I'm standing up. It's a stand-up shirt. It's not a sit-down shirt. It's a stand-up shirt. Where do you go where you only stand? Nowhere. I'm only ever sitting. That's the thing I realized. I'm (laughs) never standing. I'm either sitting or laying. I'm a a down-ass bitch, you know? (laughs) You know, I need to know what movie Shane took you to. Oh, my God. I could fucking kill him. (laughs) What movie did he take you to? Was it Evil Dead Rising? On Saturday, he's like, do you want to go to a movie tonight? And I was like, what movie? And he's like, no, nothing. And I was like, is it like a rom-com? And he was like, let's just go to the movies tonight. And I was like, oh okay i'll trust you this bitch takes me to the fucking worst movie i mean it could be good but name like, to the me, fucking movie or i'm gonna punch you in the face you think Are you i joking? know what it's called it's what you're talking about okay thank you it's evil dead rising who would want to torture themselves like that jesus like, christ you're torturing me <laughs> that was the worst thing ever and not because like the movie was bad but like why would a normal human want to sit through something like that like it's fucked i mean up. i don't know bro you loved spencer so spencer the princess diana movie. oh yeah the opening There's scene is history. one static really wide shot for 29 minutes much better than Kristen whatever this Stewart was chokes on a fucking pearl soup <laughs> and then it's over i think she won the oscar i don't think she did oh you're right it was yes it was the it was whoever played tammy faye baker oh right jessica chastain i think so (laughs) um no this is like awful 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 see i can't tell if it's awful awful or if you were scared i it's just less scary more like disturbing and like what the fuck am i watching and why am i watching this and i told shane if i have fucking nightmares because of this i will never ever go to a movie with you again Okay, so I think it's a good movie. I think it's worth seeing, guys. <laughs> I tried to go this weekend, and Joe was like, "We're going to see John Wick Four instead." And I would that's have what Joe much rather like have now. seen that, and I have no idea what it that was, is either. Oh my god, it was so fucking fun. Have you seen it, Chris? It's so good. It's so fucking fun, bro. It's three hours of nonstop, beautifully choreographed violence, like across the world. I don't think Keanu Reeves had more than two sentences of dialogue the entire <laughs> film, but this is the fourth installment of the John Wick series that started years ago with a much lower budget and this time it's like they give them all the money and it's like thank god they did hit the yellow button for john wick people i've always wanted to be an assassin and this film makes me want it so much more and i know that that's not the message you should be walking away from john wick with but it's like low key bro i wish i was a hired killer i turned to shane after the movie he took me to and i said if your movie's anything like this you better rewrite the script because i cannot enjoy something like that Wow, that's heavy. It's awful. Like, Shane's taking me to a lot of scary movies, but this was, like, just fucked the entire time. <laughs> it's, like, visually fucked. It's scary. It's have you seen horror. the other Evil Dead? No, no, and I'm never going to. I would have, if we were at home, I would have gone out of the room so fast. If I would have seen a trailer before. I mean, Shane's smart. He knew not to show me I a trailer. I wish Shane had taken me. Shane, nobody take me. My husband won't take me. Nobody would have me to that movie. And he, nobody should ever go to that movie. Did he I'm, like it? I don't know. I didn't care enough to ask him. He was I mad. was so fucking livid. Wow. Sorry. I can't wait to see it. Have you seen it, Chris? No. I did. You did? Yeah. So is, is it good? Turn Chris on. I would watch it again. I really liked it. Again? Yeah. 
dude the the fucking preview for it looks lit and joe was like this looks this preview is horrible and i was like is the preview horrible like because i saw the preview and i thought it looked pretty sick like i'm interested in seeing the flash but i thought the preview for the flash sucked ass the preview for the flash feels like it's 20 minutes long and i want sponsoring our show so shut your fucking mouth i'm saying i want to see it despite its horrible preview okay the film itself looks great their preview is a dumpster fire i'm talking about my husband's poor taste in treat in previews trailers they probably won't sign on to our show anyways no i honestly am really looking forward to seeing the flash and i thought their trailer felt like it was five fucking hours long okay turn it back on chris have you seen the the trailer for the flash yeah yeah bad trailer right yeah no feels fucking long right it is it's yeah it doesn't do much for me no i saw it before this evil movie and i would much rather watch that than this i'm not talking about the movies bro (laughs) i'm talking about the trailers trailer art it's different did you like the trailer for the flash I don't remember it. My point I don't exactly. Care. My takeaway from the Flash is that two Flashes are sitting in a sonic fucking jet, and Spider-Man flies by. No, <laughs> Superman flies by, and he has his camera phone out, and he's like, "Hey, you know, grandkids, you're going to see this." Like, that's can we all move I took on? That. I, I, as soon as you, yeah, we can move on. Okay, let's talk about you. No, you're going to make it about you. Let's start first into you running into Amanda Bynes. I did oh. not run into Amanda oh, That Bynes. is not how I received it. <laughs> I know, and that's what I'm saying. Your version of reality is a gaslight <laughs> to no, humanity. What? You literally texted me and said, I just ran into Amanda Bynes. Did I say run in? God damn it. We really need to learn how to search our text combos. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys in the comments keep acting like oh, that's I like probably, so easy i mean i probably can this time because amanda's a pretty easy search you know like let me see a m a n d a i just saw amanda pines yeah okay you're right oh crazy wow yeah. my recall of history was wrong this time shocking <laughs> this time i was all like oh my gosh amanda Bynes, that's iconic and what happened she just drove away i was walking through an intersection and she was in her like range rover so texting and driving so she's amanda i mean if she's at the stoplight (laughs) yeah let her live for one second yeah so she's here she's in her car she stopped at the front or like a car back a car back and you recognized her? She has a fucking face tattoo. Okay. And, did and you, it's Amanda Bynes. Like, how do you not know it's Amanda Bynes? Did you Bynes? make eye contact? No, but I started tripping. Did I was you on the phone. Add, I, was I the would phone. have, like, been like, I have a podcast. <laughs> mm, I, you know, to be honest, I think Amanda's having a, a personal... She's in her personal era at it, the moment. It wouldn't be right to actually no. try to get her on a podcast. No. Um, was she driving? Yeah, dr- texting and driving. Was her boyfriend there? No, she was alone. I forget her boyfriend's name. I'm with Rob and we're headed to the valley. I think it's Rob. Why did you say that? It's my favorite clip of hers ever. Like what? she had accused him of like doing crazy things online. Yeah. And then the next day she was like, it wasn't bad like I said it was. And then like the very next slide is just her in a car with her boyfriend driving. And she's like, I'm with Rob and we're headed to the valley. Oh my God. <laughs> and that's it. Well, you know, she's having like an honestly really hard time, right? I know. Okay. I just uh, wanted to make sure. It because, still is like. Because you're like, you, you, I just want to make sure, you know, like it's like not great right now specifically. I, okay. This like was, within the last month, it's been really bad. Okay. This Why? was a year ago. Okay. What is it? What happened in the last month? On St. Patrick's Day, she was like caught up with some strangers in downtown Hollywood. Not downtown I, Hollywood, in Hollywood. I know. I wish she, I wish she could find somebody in her life. I mean, I don't know. You never know. I, yeah. I wish her well. I really yeah, do. I do too. I love her. I was so lit when I saw her. I was like, God damn, that's sick. God, my ears are so itchy. Do you think she's talking about me? Oh. Is that what that old wives tale is when your ears itchy? Amanda Bynes is talking about you? 
Or is it Nose? It's one of the two. Oh, is Paul. his name I'm Paul? I'm Paul, and we're headed to the valley. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking weirdo. <laughs> it's my favorite Instagram story of all time. <laughs> like, of all time. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're so wild for that. You're so wild. Okay, uh, let's get into your desperation. Okay, fine. Get into it. <laughs> well, you could start it. I mean. My desperation has paid off. I mean, we didn't know that it was going to in the moment. Um, so I told you guys a few weeks back that I went on a little like you know, texting spree or like an email spree. A reach out spree. A reach out spree, changing my approach, being very cool girl about it. I was low key. I was nonchalant. I was like, hey, girl, hey, let me take you to lunch. And like, honestly, did not get a response. <laughs> and it fucking hurt. And I'm going to tell you right here now, it fucking hurt. And I'm working on another project where like I'm helping with casting a film. And I'm going through all of these castings and I I can see who's got representation and who doesn't have representation. I'm reaching out to people to represent me as a writer. And I see all of these actors who have agents and managers who are like, you know, submitting them for this project, a.k.a. going to bat for them every day, working on their behalf. And they fucking suck. They're awful. They're like, the actors are fucking awful. Like, they're so fucking bad that it makes you wonder if they watched this tape back themselves and thought, should I not? You know what I mean? Like, there must be something else out there for me to do. Are their agents not watching them? Uh, That's what I'm saying. Like, and their agents are still sending them to me. And nobody will send my trash to anyone. Is I'm, my trash worse than the trash I'm seeing on these fucking fair, audition tapes? There's been a couple auditions, even in the unscripted world, that I had been sent out for, and I kept I would tell like the agents, like, I'm not right for this. Like I'm I'm executing this right now, and it's right. not landing. And they're like, you never know what they're looking for. Let's just send it. Right. And the point being here, you have a team of people who represent I you do as not, an act. You, ha- you have you have had in the past. Nobody has ever represented me. Not a single person has ever wanted to vouch for me. And there's a world in which you had theatrical rep. This is, so I sat in my car I, fucking crying. Scream crying because if someone's going to represent trash like this in the world and no one will ever want to vouch for me. Sorry, I love you. I love you. I literally wrote a movie for I you to star in. I just told you that this was for unscripted. Unscripted stuff. Okay. This was for a voiceover to be like the voiceover of a television show. Yeah. That is very in my wheelhouse. This project was out of my wheelhouse. And I knew I was not right for it. I was self-aware enough. And I told the agent, this is not my theatrical agent. Yeah. I'm not right for this. And they still sent it. Can you hear that I'm upset? Yes, but you're, and that it's but not you, about you. But you targeted it at me. Because you made it about you. Because you said while people rubbing like in my this. face while rubbing in my face that you have rep. I had the same breakdown on the while we were in Vegas on the podcast. Well, I don't people, have people responding to me either. Right, 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 right. But you have had people respond to you and represent you. I have never had a response or a representative. <laughs> and that is what I'm struggling with right now. Okay. Which you cannot relate to. I can. No. Yes. As a person who's been represented, you cannot relate to this. It is my birth week, and I am right. Okay. So I'm sitting in my car, and I'm fucking scream crying, because it's sad. Am I talentless? Am I so fucking bad that I'm worse than these people that have other people re- representing them? No. No, these people are better at playing a game. It has. I- I've, seen, I've seen their play, and I don't think they are. I'm not talking about acting. Right. I'm talking about... Uh, connecting and making relationships with people, which is more than half of it in Hollywood. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know. Like, I've got a lot of friends, and I just don't get it. Because I, I also like I can't be fake. Like, I'm like I can't sit down at a meal and pretend like I'm there for any other reason than business. Well, that's what, you know what this I'm saying. Town is. I hate yeah. to break it to you, but a lot of the times when I'll start banging my head against the wall, because uh, I'll see, and I, I mean, I, I do it to a certain. I mean. Not with relationships, but with YouTube. You do get in what you put out a lot of the times. And I think a lot of these people understand that the relationships are what are going to get them to the finish line. Yeah, I just cannot do a transactional friendship. I just can't do it. And that's why it's hard because you have to try to find representation that you align with in in and out of work yeah i mean and like i i really like a lot of people and i want to be friends with a lot of people and but i also can't deny that a big part of us being friends is the identification of this thing that we're super passionate about and the pursuit of that as a professional ends you're talking about us no i'm talking about like these people that are not responding to me right yeah um, no, you respond to me <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, in other settings, like I can't, like I can't go and like n- frivolously network with people. I just can't do it. Right. You know what I mean? Like I can't just go do a hangout where we're gonna pretend like you don't do something that I idolize. You know what I'm saying? And not talk about that I want to do what you do. Yeah. Anyway. I'm sitting in my car crying and I've had enough mm-hmm. and I reach out to one of the women that did not respond to me because I was just like, hey, girl, let me buy you lunch. And she like never responded, but read it, left me on read, literally had the read receipt on. And I was like, OK, so you hate lunch. Fuck lunch. Let's go for a hike. Let's go for a hike. Oh, you know what? You want a drink? I'll buy your drink. You want to go to Color Me Mine and paint a mug? Girl, your choice. I'm paying. Let's go. And she responded. Oh. She said, I am so sorry to not respond. There was a little more desperation in your message. No, that's literally verbatim what I said. Let me see. I've been begging blank to set us up. That's the first message. Oh, 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 okay. That's the message she denied. Uh, Okay, so you did say it doesn't, okay. Yeah, read the second one. I'm reading it. No, you're right. No, tell them, tell them how close. Okay, it doesn't have to be lunch. It could be drinks or a hike. Or if you want to paint a mug at Color Me Mine, you're called my treat. And she responded to you? Yeah. Wow. So the follow-up works. The follow-up worked. But now she's like, email me. I'm way more responsive via email. And it's like, it's been a week and a half over email too, bro. Like, uh, are you going to make me come back again in the crazy way? Be like, just be my fucking friend, Katie! <laughs> 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 and just so you know, this is probably the 10th time I've reached out to her in all of history. Because originally I sent her a letter being like, listen, all my best friends have the same name as you. So I think this is a match made in heaven. <laughs> if you need to know I'm legit, here's my wiki feet link. <laughs> You might notice I was feet of the day on March 17th, 2021. (laughs) Well, if it makes you, I mean, you already know my story. You were saying mine was a lot darker. I didn't feel that it was. And my message had also been seen and unresponded to. By somebody who had read you know me what? I'm in for such years a bad and years mood. and years. I could reach out to them on your behalf right now. I'm like, listen, you little fuck. <laughs> and I get it. Like, well, maybe. I, no, I it's don't. It's so dehumanizing and rude. Just respond. I, don't... I see that you fucking saw it. If you saw me in a fucking bank or out at a Starbucks, you better feel shitty in your stomach. Because I'm going to come up to you and I'm going to be fucking nice. And I'm going to say, hey, I saw that you saw my DM. And guess what? I don't want to get lunch anymore. <laughs> I'm full. 
thanks. Well, see, there's desperation. I mean, like, and that's the thing is like, I think a follow-up is nice. I think I dug myself in too far of a hole where a follow-up's just too desperate. Like mine was more like, I know you moved to the biggest agency in the world and I wasn't proactive outside of YouTube like I want to be now. Yeah. And I'm like me, I try to think I'm self-aware. I was like, I don't have the television credits to be with the biggest agency in the world. But if you've met great agents along the way, I would love a referral to one of them. Yeah. I don't think that was like a doomsday end of the world. No, the Lizzie way that said you it just was phrased like dark, it, dark, 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 dark. The way dark. that you just phrased it's a little bit, a little bit softer. I think around the edges. I don't think it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But I never got a response. So but also, I can and, to you and on also, that. fuck him. Because when I'm like, like, when I'm like you, and I'm just honest with people, because you and I are honest people. Because we honestly, we don't have shame. It's not like we have shame in that game. You know what I mean? Because like you said, we're self-aware. I'm self-aware. I've never had representation. I'm self-aware that I, you know, like to some degree, that sets me apart from these other people who have agents and managers. Yeah. And that's not something that I feel the need to hide. So like when you make it clear to someone like, listen, I know where I stand in this world and I know that it is not beside you. <laughs> Can you tell me what but line to stand not, in? But that's, I didn't view it that way because I do view myself as successful, maybe yes. not in a genre in which they work. And that's what and I'm that's saying that's what too. I was yeah. saying. It's not like like two can be the same you know it's like yeah no like it's like i sit here sometimes and i'm like listen like i have this catalog of screenplays i know people who have representation who have a single screenplay right and then fucking google i will do like reach out and it's like even this morning it's like new and i like from the person i had hit up oh but it wasn't new it was just reminding me that they hadn't responded in five um, days and it was like do you want to follow up but it showed as a new message oh. and it's like they never messaged me i'm the one that messaged them That's thanks a lot fucking google for making me feel like a failure on a monday do you morning. want to message them back together i after this maybe i will do you want me to like just stand behind you and be like fuck him <laughs> fuck him F and honestly dude yeah well, these fuck are different you. people these are different people okay but at any rate fuck you you know what I trust Oprah. I saw her manifesting, yeah. uh, her manifestation process. Mm -hmm. She was like, you know what? You just got to tell the world what you want. You got to believe it enough to let it go out into the world and be ready to meet it when the moment it, it presents itself. And that's something that I do have to say that I really appreciate about you and I and specifically like our hustle. Like we get told no <laughs> <laughs> all the time. <laughs> In some instances, 100% of the time. And honestly, thank And has that stopped us? No. But everything happens for a reason. And honestly, thank God a lot of people told me no in my early 20s because now I have a job where somebody can't just like fire me and say, well, I don't like you anymore or I don't, you know? Yeah. And so like I have something that is owned and operated by me what yeah. i like to add on and have different revenues or different like different streams of jobs of course like yeah. that's i love doing this podcast but it's like another thing like the vlogs the podcast i would love to keep adding different to the jobs. empire yeah to the empire i'd like i'd like an empire <laughs> i believe in you thank you it only takes one script mama <sighs> Truth I guess we just have to like figure out different ways to be creative about making connections that are right for us. <sighs> because I do see even like in the YouTube world of like brand deals and all of these things, I'm like, oh, 
I don't get brand deals like a lot of these lifestyle girls do. And I'm like, but these lifestyle girls work it from all angles. Yeah. Like they're BFFs with their agents and they're like their agents are invited to all their parties and they're like playing. And they have parties. And they're like <laughs> going to all the events and yeah. they're, they're really playing the game. And I'm like, I can't even be like, what? Because it's like, I don't play the game like that. Yeah. I just don't. I just and that's the other thing like I don't like playing games <laughs> I like working yeah. I like to work I really like to work I really love learning about directing and I love actually directing and I love putting together projects I'm sweating so profusely by the way well, for a person who was cold when we started dripping all right ladies if you're tired of putting on your heels for date night only to make your man feel insecure that you're now taller than him or if you're a guy out here on these dating apps and the girls are saying that you must be six feet tall well today's podcast sponsor Kanzuri is perfect for you Kanzuri makes shoes that make you up to 2.8 inches taller without anybody knowing and the way i look at it girls get heels and makeup so i don't see why guys don't deserve a confidence booster too not only do Kanzuri shoes make you up to 2.8 inches taller but they're also also incredibly stylish and comfortable. They're not your typical old man Velcro shoes. You'd get compliments on your Kanzuri's even if they didn't give you a height boost. And what I love is they have styles for every occasion. They have smart, casual, sporty. The height insoles are actually built into the shoe so nobody can tell you're getting a secret height boost. The brand is also hidden on the shoes and the packaging so it's really the ultimate height hack. I got a pair for myself and not only are they so good looking but I feel so confident because for the first time in my life, I'm nearing six feet tall. Life's short, but you don't have to be. It's time to level up the playing field. On top of the site already being 30% off, our listeners also get an extra exclusive 15% off discount at Kanzuri.com with the code SIP. That's a total of 45% off your order when you use code SIP at Kanzuri.com. That's C-O-N-Z-U-R-I.com with code SIP. When I want to get high, I put on a pair of Kanzuri's. I had another boner figure alert. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing like grown up things this past week. Mm -hmm. I've been like doing all the things I've been putting off, like going to the eye doctor because I ran out of contacts and going to the dermatologist to get my full body check for moles because you and I are prone to skin cancer. Yeah. And it's just awful. Yeah. I hate nothing more than going to a dermatologist. Oh, it's a it's an embarrassing time. It's like I go in there. First of all, it's fucking freezing. Yeah. They're blasting AC because it was 80 degrees outside. And then outside. they tell you to get naked. Yeah. And then it's just like, <laughs> get naked. And I'm like, huh? And then, of course, I'm sitting there naked. And it's taking far too long for them to come back in. Like, there's way too much time for me to be thinking myself into a boner. And it's freezing. So, like, my balls are shrinking. I know that this woman's going to come in at any moment. And I'm just like, this is worst case scenario. The fact that you're the type of person who's like, it's way too much time for me to be thinking myself into a boner. I mean, yeah. How can you not? You're sitting there naked and somebody's coming in in a platonic way to search your body up and down. Yeah, how it's can like, you not? I, there's, I feel like that's what people think about to not get a boner. Are you kidding me? No. It seems like in that moment, all I can think about are things that would give me a boner. <laughs> that's so wild, bro. Oh, you know what? I'm so glad you brought this up. What's the harm of you getting the boner? Can you imagine? No, let's imagine. Hum let's play it out. You're hard. Humiliation. Okay. What am I supposed to do? If I had a boner and she opened that door, I'd, I'd run up to it and like scream squill, closing it, being like, not right now. And then what? I'd have to wait until I was unhard. And then she comes in and then what? And then I'd have to explain to her that I once was hard in this very office and I'm very gay. <laughs> so I'm not a threat. 
And then what? <laughs> and then what happens? She goes, okay, let's do And your, then I probably have to find a new dermatologist. Do you, well, do you not think that maybe it's worth just getting hard one time and playing it out to like break the fear cycle? You know what I mean? Just show I, I yourself. I feel like they'd have to be like Just warned. literally show yourself that also, it's not that big a deal. Like I, you can get hard one time and you're not going to die. I also feel judged. And I know it's not like real and it's not something that this doctor had put upon me. But I feel like a dermatologist or a place that does like these skin treatments and yeah. these, all of these laser things. I'm like every little thing I feel like. Oh, it's like uppity duppity, and I don't do any of that kind of thing. No, so I, they're just looking at me, being like rosacea, ugly yeah. moles. Do you like, want us to laser a layer of your face off? And it's like, yeah, dude, what are the hot girls doing? I'll do whatever the fuck the hot girls like, are doing. As she's like looking at my face, she's like rosacea. I'm like, okay, you don't have to scream it at me. I'm not here about rosacea. I'm here about fucking moles on my body, and are they cancerous or not? Like, I don't want to feel inferior to like the skin goddesses or disgusting yes dude one time so remember when i had my skin fungus yes my friend kate was coming to sleep over at my house while i had it and she's like well ask your doctor if it's okay for us to share a bed i'm not trying to get your skin fungus and i was like dude i don't think you're gonna get my skin fungus from like being on the opposite side of my bed like my sheets are clean whatever <laughs> and i could i like i also had never because i don't get a lot of prescription drugs mm-hmm. so i didn't know how prescriptions worked because i'm a fucking moron I guess I don't know and so I was like fuck I guess I'll just go back to the dermatologist because I'm going to need the physical prescription to pick up my skin fungus cream Uh so I'm in the fucking broad ass lobby with hell of like women in there who are like all there to get the cool girl stuff like the cool sculpt and the fucking (laughs) whatever the fillers and the paralytics and like all that stuff and I'm just waiting in this line and like there's a bunch of people behind me and there's a bunch of people before me and I go up and go hello so I have a couple of questions. I need to pick up a prescription for my skin fungus. And also my best friend Kate was wondering if she could catch my skin fungus sharing a bed with me platonically. And the woman was like, we call in your prescription so you just go and pick it up. <laughs> and you should call your doctor about whether or not your skin fungus is catchable. And I was like, oh, okay. Thank you so much. I will be leaving now. We're just gross girls that nobody wants to represent. We're like, why doesn't anyone want to be with us? We're just constantly covered in fungus with boners. What the fuck? Just get lunch with us. You don't want me to be the star of your next TV show? Honestly, do you know what I was thinking about this week? What? I love writing us so much. I should write a show that's us. You should. What do you mean? Is this not it? No, a scripted show. Okay. Like Frasier, but stupid. <laughs> like Frasier for the intellectually inept. Like people that can't get from point A to point B, somewhere they've been every day of their lives. I was literally on the way here this morning, talking to my goddad, and he's like, I'm trying to run 10 miles. And I was like, how long does it take you to run a mile? He's like, 15 minutes. I was like, one second. In traffic, pull up my calculator. And multiply 150 by 10 to see how many minutes that actually was. And then I go, oh, so it takes like 150 minutes. And he goes, no. I go, yeah, dude, I think it's 150 minutes. He's like, no. I was like, bro, I literally used a calculator. And he goes, oh, wait, yeah, you're right. I was like, this is like when I go anywhere with Ryland. Like, we're just so fucked out in the world. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I did think that'd be a really funny show. Mm. Mm. 
<laughs> okay, so you're on Disaster Disney TikTok? Oh, I am on Disaster <laughs> what does Disney that TikTok. Mean? You know what? What do you think of when you think of Disney? I don't know the happiest place on earth not by my standards right but like what do you like what do you think Chris like what do you think of when I say Disney like what's the visual your brain of like the castle the castle Uh, yeah fireworks uh, happy people cleanliness yeah pristine smiles pumping (laughs) air that smells delicious yeah the air smells delicious so there's a side of disney that we don't see unless we're on the right side of tiktok (laughs) because apparently a woman was taking a fat shit just in the bushes (laughs) outside of a ride and she's been arrested and charged with indecent exposure at the phantasm show in the middle of like that comes at the nighttime you know what i'm talking about like the sick phantasm show fucking the dragon just caught on fire it's just been a huge plume of fucking flames they had to cancel the show the people who work at disney with their little legs are like everybody evacuate the big fucking fire that's happening at phantasm right now I'm like please see your way safely away from the dragon that is on fire the five-story tall dragon that is in flames i'm sure well actually somebody that used to work at disney came on shane's podcast i think it's going out in like a month or two and she had her own like disaster doomsday stories yeah. about things that would happen and the way that they would would the employees are instructed to like keep the magic alive? <laughs> did she talk about people dying there? Uh, yes. So I w- what do they do when people die? Well, I think you got to listen to Shane's podcast. Oh for man, that, that could like, be on three months. Will you tell me when we stop recording? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but it I is crazy because, like, with the um, the volume of people that are there, I'm sure the craziest shit happens every single day. Yeah. But like, how they respond to drama is probably just next level. They probably just swoop it out in seconds, like nothing ever. Happened. Yeah. I mean, you're definitely banned for life. Who? If you create drama at Disney. Oh. I also saw like fights happening at Disney on TikTok. Wow. Like brawls. What? Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> I saw an Instagram reel because I'm old and that's where I watch my short form content mm-hmm. of this lady who really <laughs> fucked me up saying there's something that people who live in California don't pronounce. What is it? Well, can you read these words for me? Let's see if it works for you. <sighs> what words? Come on. Santa Monica, Sacramento, Monterey. Costco. Wow, you're obviously not from fucking California. No, I read the docket beforehand and Are I you cheated. <laughs> you I say Santa Monica. I I'm should... not, you're not gonna catch me dead saying Sacramento. So she was saying that, it's Sacramento. Uh, this lady was saying oh, it's Costco. Hold on, let me just see what this is. Uh, so uh, you're such a b word. Why? Because I cheated. Just ruined this. I know. <sighs> I should have and then I got smart after the fact and updated the doc to not yeah. say the punchline jokes on you but motherfucker. No, I, well, I look at that doc every Californians day Californians don't say well now Chris already heard it but <laughs> it's like California no, we don't say the T don't say T so like it'd be Santa Monica Sacramento Monterey yeah. Costco. Costco you yeah. don't say the T's but do no. people in the real world say T's no well, should we call someone from somewhere else like would my mom say Santa Monica no because I think Utah has the same problem oh oh but I see I do say Utah Utah. Uh, well, that I think you have to. Well, this didn't work. Couldn't, I couldn't spell uh, Utah. I hate you for reading the document. <laughs> you ruined the whole segment. Do you want to call someone? No. I'm sorry. I think answer. I proved it, though, because I do say Sacramento. Okay, but... Santa Monica. You didn't bring the audience along for the Santa. Fun. Santa Monica. Do you say T's, Chris? I don't think so. No, you definitely Like, don't. how would you say Santa Monica? I think I would say Sa- Santa, Santa Monica. Yeah, yes. I don't think I say Yeah, if you said Santa Monica, I'd sock you in the face. Everyone like, would look at you like, fucking idiot. <laughs> what is this? What is I've... this? The White House? 
never <laughs> tea with about the it. queen i guess costco is like a more universally costco. known thing so like would somebody elsewhere say costco that would be I don't crazy. Think anybody pronounces T's. I don't think it's just a California thing. Okay, so thing. this girl just got me. I wish that we knew someone who lived outside of California. Don't you? You have friends that have babies outside of California. Yeah, but they're all from here. Oh. Okay, let's get into these hot topics. This, I had to put it at the top of the document because it was just blowing my mind this morning. Apparently, okay, so here's here's what I saw. Identical twins marry identical twins at the same wedding. And it, by the way, was at a twin event. So everybody in attendance was also a twin. And uh, they both live together, and they both have boys that are the same age, which are technically biological brothers. One is named Jet. Which is one of the names that we're planning on using as well. So I guess there are 300 other identical twin couples that have married identical twins. Yep. And it's called a quantum... I could not pronounce it. A quantinary marriage. A quantinary. A term used to describe when identical twins marry identical twins. And what I thought was crazy is they went on the Tamron Hall show. Like, I couldn't read this article, so I was like, they've had to have done an interview. Yeah. And I'm watching it, and this shit is wild. Yeah. These girls were out there searching for other identical twins to marry. What? Because they were like, we were out there meeting single people, and a lot of the times, one of us would get in a relationship, and their boyfriend just didn't understand like the intense bond bond between the twins the twins yeah. and so they went out to like a twin event to meet other twins and had a plan to marry twins now they live together both sets live together and they're yeah. both identical like there's nothing different no. so they were saying the girls were like well it was like an organic thing how we paired off and i was like yeah but you look the same so how does one of the husbands not fantasize about fucking you if they're fantasizing about fucking their wife i think like, it's a personality thing i i guess so but it's just weird because they look the same but they also it's weird now like run a wedding business yeah and they all live where they host weddings well i loved that the husbands run the wedding business and the wives are lawyers the lives are really yeah oh they didn't cover that oh it's I in the saw. article that wow. i read i just couldn't believe all it of this. really honestly does take my breath away a little bit and like they both have little boys that are biologically brothers and they have like two dads and two moms because they all live in the same house yeah it's just like honestly it's iconic it's crazy <laughs> i would watch this reality show like if i they wish get it was up, one i would watch this so much because it's just like mind-blowing are they vying for a reality show i have no idea god i hope they do i mean it seems Qu like the next move quaternary i mean this is one of the things where like <laughs> quarter nanny court well quadruplets right so quaternary quaternary marriage i'm a quaternary marriage that's just wild i mean it or does quaternary because we don't do t's I just wonder what like the four-way fights are like or if one has tension with another. It's just like... I could imagine that it's like the twins against the twins. You don't think they choose their spouses no, though? No, I definitely like, don't. Because I have one girlfriend where if like if she's in a fight with her husband and I'm in the house, I'm fighting with him too. And it's sick and it's toxic and it's not right. And it's not right. And I feel bad about it because I love your husband. Hus I'm not naming names, but husband, I love you and you know who you are. Okay, so Lizzie and I got into a fight last night. Oh, oh did we? All over Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. Oh, yeah, because Rylan was gaslighting me with his <laughs> reality again. 
and it was awful. So Sean Mendez loves to hike the hike that we hike. Yeah, Fryman Canyon. Sean Mendez wants to hike with us. He want he wants to get lunch. Yes, Sean. Yes, we will get lunch with you. You don't have to keep following up with us. No, we'll go with you. We'll follow you. We'll follow you. It's shocking to me how much that man just goes out and lives his life as he's like a non-celebrity. Yeah, I think good for him, but like honestly scared for him. And I'm like... The amount of paparazzi, because like when you see a paparazzi video, you can always hear the clicks of cameras. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm hearing the clicks of cameras, I know there's more than one there. And it's like on Fryman Canyon, like, are these paps just like waiting out at tree no, people? No, they're following him there. Oh, that's they're so. They're waiting at the bottom of his street. And oh, they're but they're up on the mountain. Like some of these videos, yeah, they're he's getting out at of the their peak. car. Or no, 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 he's else. at the peak of the mountain. Well, I'm saying they call each other. So if somebody's waiting right. at the bottom, it's like, oh, this is a typical time. He'll go to Runyon Ca or Fryman Canyon. Mm -hmm. So they'll send another one up there wow. to go waiting. Wild. Um, if I saw that in person, sometimes I think about like acting as cover fire for him. So I had seen. <gasps> you leave him alone. I didn't look too much into this, but like when you swipe left on your phone and there's news, it was like, oh, Sean and Camila Kissing on reunited the, yeah. at Coachella and they were like having a, a makeout session during a set of somebody playing. And then I saw somebody made a statement saying like, Sean confirms the two are not together after fling at Coachella. Mm -hmm. And Lizzie was like, no. They are indeed back together. Yeah, I mean, because one of the videos I saw on the hike was him confirming that they're back together, and then immediately after... He's talking to the paparazzi in Yes. Them? It's crazy. It's crazy. And he was with... I thought you were sending me him hiking with a new love interest, but no. it was the music executive yeah. that he works with, or what? I guess. He was having a lunch date at Fryman. Yeah. Wow, people yeah. respond to his calls. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. I wonder if he doesn't have skin fungus, too. If only my agent wanted to go hiking with me at Frightman. Um, <laughs> if only I had an agent. Mine don't reply to me, so it's the same thing. <clears throat> uh, 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 uh. Yeah, oh, so then he's, like, literally forcing down my throat. He's like, no, they're not together. I was like, send me an article. He sends me an article. It's fucking 10 days old. It's a 10-day-old article. There's seven. Mine was 11 hours. My article was 11 hours old. And he goes, no, look at this one. And Shane keeps trying to talk to me. And I'm like, not right now. Lizzie and I are fighting. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> and then at the end, he goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> so sorry. So they're back at it again. God bless them. And I hope everyone can stay out of their business. Honestly. But we can't, so. Well, we'll see you on the trail, Sean. If you want to, like, fuck around, and you want to hang out. I'm honestly, I've been there for Camila ever since her debut album. I've been, like, I'm such a fan of her. I love that for her and you. Yeah. You well, and she. She and her. And you and me. In daytime news. In daytime news, Kelly Ripa and Hubby get ripped a new asshole after starting the morning show together. Does America hate married couples? So Ryan Seacrest had announced his departure from live with Kelly and Ryan uh, earlier this spring or I don't know, earlier this year. His final day was a week ago and now... Her new husband, it, when everything went down with Michael Strahan, uh, part of her coming back because she was so blindsided by the network she had worked for forever, she got uh, like sole uh, choice in her co-host. Mm -hmm. That was part of her like 
new agreement with the network. And so now she has chosen her husband to mm-hmm. be her permanent co-host, which I do think is wild because like if he's underperforming, how's the network ever supposed to like give constructive notes or if they've had like a tiff like a normal married couple does right before work, yeah. do they like does the whole like crew have to feel that marital tension or are they just such professionals they don't feel any of that? It just it all it seems bad. It seems it all of it because I you know I love my husband I can't work with the man. I mean Shane and I work together. You literally have a segment that has a jingle that goes fights with Shane and Riley. <laughs> They're playful fights. <laughs> I mean part of but I mean the reason I we're talking about this is because they're getting ripped apart uh by Twitter honestly and then I don't I the don't, media yeah. the media takes like some tweets as truth and then runs with that as if it's factual which I don't think the ratings for them as a duo have come out yet but I guarantee it's going to be some of the highest rated shows they had because it's a change in co-host yeah Twitter was mad because he keeps grabbing her hand I guess like touching his I wife they're like can he keep his hands off her like do you hate happiness well then they're mad why that, can't love win here they're mad that she won't let him get enough taught words in or that she cuts him off and it's like i mean we on this show like yeah i was gonna say i identify but we both do that like it trades off like some weeks i'm nutso some weeks you're nutso and that's just like what it is Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i do also think there's an element to this a lot of the people at home watching kind of want to fantasize about the drama or the relationship between the co-hosts that aren't married yeah like it's a fun fantasy thing and now it's like a married couple it like kind of reflects people are like well me and my husband aren't close enough to do that or like i don't know it takes some of the fantasy i I think away from some of the people that are stay staying at home watching the show right but they're getting mad at like anything and everything like kelly was doing such a mild version of how you were dragging your husband for snoring mm-hmm. and they were the so upset like the oh, world had do? ended she brought receipts of her husband snoring at night saying like i can't function as a human because he snores like this and played a recording and it, like everyone's so mad at her and by everyone i i do mean i think there's four people on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. And then like but it's like huge publications are mm. taking these tweets as fact or as reflection. Yeah. So it really is a thing. Like, I bet these ratings will come out and they'll be sky high. This already is the number one rated morning show. I don't think just because it's a married couple, it's going to fall flat no. on its face. Also, did you hear the drama about her office? No. So for the longest time they would not give her an office. Kelly Rippa? Yeah. Prob- like when it was Regis and Kelly? She, Regis got a great office. She never was allowed to have an office. And then when Regis left the show, she assumed she was moving into his office and they gave it to the next guy. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what the fuck? And then eventually they gave her like a janitor's closet or something fucked up like that. And she's had to fight tooth and nail For- to be treated as the actual fucking like anchor host of this show. Who's and, and been has doing all- it for like 20 years yeah do now she's literally been here the longest the men keep leaving and she stays and she still has to be she still has to fight to be seen as the main host of the show before another person i do think when all the drama surrounding michael strahan and her happened she really finally got the upper hand and is still in that position i think her paycheck now reflects that her wardrobe now reflect like her dressing room yeah and did michael come right after regis uh I I don't know because I do I feel for her because it is honestly like the assumption was the male is the host and she will always be the co-host instead of the host and I thought that was so fucked because it wasn't about a time based 
like well, appointment. It was Regis was there forever and with yeah. Kathy Lee for a very long time. And, and that then adds she up. came in. That so adds I understand. Up. And yeah. then I do think when uh Regis left, her name became first on the billing and has mm-hmm. been ever since. Okay. So now it's been like live with Kelly and whoever her co host is. Mm-hmm. Um but I do think now like she's sitting pretty at that job. Oh absolutely. But yeah. but she did have to like go through a lot of bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Kelly Ripper stan. I do. I feel like we should send her some crumble cookies. I don't think (laughs) she'd want them. I know, but I feel like we should like force feed her some crumble (laughs) cookies. (laughs) She's exhausted because she doesn't eat. Okay, wow. (laughs) Love is, well, I mean, I was looking at her what she eats in a day and she's like, I start with some water and then I have some coffee and then I go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) okay the love is blind reunion finally aired and fans are furious with nick and vanessa's hosting like literally rylan my friend sent me a what's it called petition to sign are they that bad Yes, they sent a petition to sign to have Nick and Vanessa removed as the hosts of love is blind I was watching this and my friend and I were texting like is Vanessa like drunk right now? Like, why am I triggered by her? Like, she's my abusive stepmom who's just like way too much in my business and like in a nasty backhanded way always. Well, well, I, I mean, I know nothing about this universe, but I saw a lot of people saying that they were very biased towards certain contestants. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like, it was crazy because she would be like, and I'm not trying to be this person, but I'm going to also say like, you look like shit. Oh. What's up with that? <laughs> And it's like she didn't say that verbatim, but she would be like, you did say this. But you is, did say this, that. is this like, is this all generating more buzz for the show? Like, is it um, honestly a positive thing at the end of the day? It is a positive thing because the show also, and I learned this like last night, the show has some like dark shit going on behind the scenes where a couple of the contestants have even sued the production company for emotional distress because apparently they keep you up at all hours they're withholding like food and water from them and pushing alcohol and uh in a previous season a woman's having like a full-blown panic attack because she's fucking exhausted and like hungry and like drunk and hungover and they made it look like she's having a panic attack because her her husband was talking to someone else at a party but it's like that's not at all what had been happening. And a, like a few contestants are like, yeah, this fucking ruined my life. This ruined my life. Yeah. I mean, you're giving you're giving everything for an editor or a producer to narrate how you yeah, come I'm, across. Yeah. And that's one thing. But they're hiring them as freelance employees at a, as, at a crazy rate, I think, of like $1,000 a week. But you're not working regular hours these contestants are making a thousand dollars a week but they're not working they're working every single day and it's longer than a 12-hour day because it's a reality show so they're not like the producers would be like you can't go to sleep right now you have to do an interview because you just had this date and they're like but i'm fucking exhausted and it's like well you don't get to sleep so they're literally keeping you up well they want that because they want i'm it's nasty and that's what they want to break exactly and that's what all the contestants are saying like it is it is psychological torture so that I break so that I make good television Mm -hmm. and that's just wild to me that's just wild yeah and then oh my god I did not see this but Ryland you added I saw someone mention Heidi and Spencer that honestly may be better well because you put shit you and I take over and I was like I love us but like honestly Heidi and Spencer people being fucked by reality narrative like having been in the reality game for a long time but also being like a strong duo because they have like stood the stance of time they have two kids it's like i think they would be great for that and i don't even know what the show is dude that is a brilliant fucking idea it wasn't mine whose idea was it uh this this guy that we actually are friends with he has a podcast called unpopular shane goes on it oh cool yeah 
Very cool. What's his name? Uh, I don't like. I don't know how you, it's like Jack Quez, but I I like know him more from his like podcast name because all of his like social handles and stuff are like unpopular. Got it. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's a great idea, Mister Unpopular. I stand that. Heidi or Spencer reposted it. So yeah, I think that would also be a great PR move because of them being like dragged through the media right now for being like a toxic environment. To have Heidi and Spencer come on would be a really nice play because they will not be forced into your narrative they will push their narrative Mm -hmm. and i think that's pretty sick um oh kelly clarkson okay so kelly clarkson has a talk show (laughs) everybody but us does (laughs) everybody but us these like massive a-list stars that have uh talk shows i mean of course kelly clarkson has a talk show i think you're a massive kelly clarkson um and she had henry henry winkler on and i guess henry I can't say his last name again. <laughs> Just for the record, you know who he is. You know who he is. I don't. Uh, you wouldn't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else does. He was the Fonz. He was the principal in Scream. He's in oh, everything. Okay. So Henry is also dyslexic, and Kelly Clarkson's son is dyslexic, and he was having a hard time. And Henry Winkler, you see him? You know him? You don't know him? I don't know. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't know her. I think it's her daughter, by the way. Oh, her daughter. My B. Anyway, one of her children is dyslexic. dyslexic. And uh, Henry said, and I thought this was so beautiful, how you learn has nothing to do with how brilliant you are. Yeah. And I wish that somebody had told that to me as a child who was put in resource classes. Are you, were you, oh, or absolutely. are you dyslexic? I, mean, I don't think I'm, I mean, there's things about me that are dyslexic. Like I don't know my right from left and I will, I'll, and I'll use a four instead of a five, but I'll say out loud five. Mm-hmm. There's just weird things about me that are dyslexic character traits. I struggled to read as a child. Like I was in resource classes for reading and, um, always in like a lower math class and teachers would tell my parents that I was never going to excel past a certain grade point average. And, uh, at, a, at some point, I feel like it's like I'm not an idiot because I'm not learning geometry the way you're teaching it. I'm not a, a lost cause because I can't focus on American history the way you're teaching it. And it's like I, I can't spell, but that doesn't mean that I don't know words. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of very brilliant people that are dyslexic that have like changed our world literally. Yeah. And like cannot read because they they're dyslexic. Yeah. And I don't think it's reflective on how smart or brilliant you no. are. The weird things that our society has set up do blow my mind if I think into it too much. Like night people, like our world is not set up for somebody like Shane. Like Shane mm-hmm. still thrives because he likes the peace and the quiet of the night. But like if I was going to school and I was a night person, like I wouldn't be able to function in the morning. No. And there's not even an option for those kind like for yeah. people that are night owls. Yeah. We're just literally told that like, well, you're not gonna succeed here. Yeah. And if you don't succeed here, you're not gonna succeed at the next level. And if you don't succeed at the next level, you're not gonna get a job. So you might as well give up now. And it's like titles, like like things like that, like are a heavy fucking burden for a Mm -hmm. child who's developing. And I really gripped onto that in a way where it's like, well, why would I try? I'm going to check out the whole time I'm in math class because I I literally don't. I'm told I can't. I've been told I can't. 
I'm sitting here literally getting that I cannot go past a certain part of comprehending this. And when I ask a question, the teacher can't answer my question the way I'm asking it because he's been taught to teach a certain way that doesn't work for my brain. Yeah. And because my brain doesn't work in this system, I'm told that I'm like a failure. And it's hard, I think, is we have like I under I can understand how like parents might freak out if like 28 of the 30 students are excelling in this and they're trying to figure out like why is my student not so i can understand like back in the day how they might like maybe think like that but i do think we should be evolved enough as a society to realize like i know a lot of people that are like severely dyslexic to the point where they have to have somebody read their emails for them Mm -hmm. but they're like massive successes like they're so successful in so many ways that's like blows my mind Yeah. And I definitely think that like what you're saying, like where we are in our advancement of acceptance and like cut this shit out. Yeah. Just stop. Stop acting like this kid is broken. Stop acting like this kid is hopeless. They just don't fit into your system. The resource class I was in didn't teach me how to read any better. It just held me back longer and still tried to force on me a system that didn't work for me or anybody else in that room, quite frankly. Yeah. Because it's like we all have different we all have different abilities. Some of the kids in there were struggling to read because English was their second language. No, in no way are you forcing the system on a person like me whose brain doesn't work that way and a person who doesn't even speak this language is going to work in that system. And you're going to hold us all back and make us all feel bad and tell us we're all not good enough for fucking 15 years? Eat my ass, bro. I still can't do times tables, but that might be a And problem. why should you? No. And you know what I mean? Like, because literally, like, all I remember from that is they're like, well, memorize it. <laughs> yeah, that is. What- and I'm like, OK, I'll memorize it, but I don't get it. Right. And I can like I know a bunch of people who are dumb as fuck, but can regurgitate shit like a uh, fucking something that regurgitates all the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I agree with you. Yeah. So if you're struggling, don't fucking feel bad. You might not fit in the system. You have to work harder for yourself to believe in yourself in a system that's telling you you can't and find a way for yourself and pave your own fucking road. Because I believe in you. Henry Ringlema believes in you. <laughs> and Rylan believes in you. And Chris does too. He's clapping behind the camera. You just can't hear because it it's a golf clap. <laughs> but yeah. So like, period. <laughs> period. Zendaya did euphoria at Coachella. Did euphoria? Yeah. That's what I call the labyrinth. Is it labyrinth or is it the labyrinth? Chris, I feel like you should know because you're cooler than us. I, I don't know, actually. The labyrinth? I don't know. So, you know, like, all the all the songs in euphoria are, all, like, all by this guy. It's yes. Either the or exclusively <laughs> labyrinth. a labyrinth. Yes. <laughs> labyrinth. And so she just, like, popped out on stage. Yeah, she popped out and she, like, her presence was fucking everything. She's, like, doing, like, strong arms and she's, like, Did she? I was trying to watch clips but it's all like people talking about it and then it's more of them showing her like instagram saying how much fun she had yeah but it's like i wanted to see the full performance in hd yeah um was she like singing these songs she was, was singing she, like wow she was full-blown singing i guess this is her first singing performance in seven years some people on tiktok who were put po- because like i saw it live on tiktok and just labyrinth his name is just labyrinth or labyrinth, <laughs> labyrinth. okay labyrinth not to be confused with just labyrinth, the labyrinth, or a labyrinth. It is a, he is labyrinth. Okay. Okay. You saw it live on TikTok. Oh, I was derailed. I saw it live on TikTok, and it's like, I can't tell if it's because of the cell phone footage or what, but lately I feel like I can't hear the singers on stage, but I can only hear the audience. Yeah, it's because the 
iPhone mic is, and that's what I, that's what I saw too, is somebody's iPhone recording. And I was like, I can't with this because all yeah. I can hear are the people around them singing. Like I want the production. Yeah. And then everyone on TikTok's like, oh, she sounds nervous. It's like, she doesn't sound like anything. Like, <laughs> you can't hear her at all. And she didn't look nervous. No, visually. she looked fucking strong. I was like, when I see women on stage like that, I'm just like, yeah, like it makes me juiced. I get really, really into it. Like, honestly, I know you think Rihanna did very little on stage, but like she was building a person in that tummy while she was fucking <laughs> flapping that hand on her booty. Like, there's I a mean, whole I have thing. no hate for Rihanna. No, no, no. I'm not saying you do, but I'm just like, I get really, I get really juiced when I see women who are like, right. I don't know, raw dogging life. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? No. Okay. Do you want to round the show out with this or is it like very negative? I don't even know what it is really. Oh, damn. I wish you did. I've just personally, so I love Yellowstone. Uh-huh. I love the series. I attribute it with saving my marriage at some points. Really? Yeah, because it's a show that Joe and I could watch together and spend time with together. Is it fast moving? Like from everything I've seen, it just looks like hot and dry and slow. Um, it is. It is. It was fast moving. Like buildings are blown up. Like families are kidnapped and torn apart. Like guns crazy wild awesome insane <laughs> and then um something changed and it started like getting really bad and then like all of a sudden i'm watching these like hour-long episodes where the creator taylor sheridan has written himself into it in like a, he's acting in it yeah and it's like it's so it's about a family that owns a ranch and has owned a ranch since you could own a ranch in yellowstone okay and um and everybody's always threatened to come for the ranch, but it's like, this is my ranch, and these are my family, and we'll kill you if you try to kill us or take our land. And it's like, they've gone to the level of now, like, run, like the dad of this ranch is now the governor of the fucking state. It's a whole thing. Anyway. So what's your beef? My beef is that the show fucking sucks. It's a high stakes show. Literally, children are being kidnapped from their families. Like babies are being like are like dying in the womb. And now all of a sudden Taylor Sheridan's writing himself in it, and I'm watching 45 minutes of just cowboys fucking wrangling cows <laughs> with no function. And like I guess Taylor Sheridan started like a management company for like up-and-coming country stars. So there'll be like a 10-minute break in the middle of an episode where I'm just watching some fucking country star that I don't know seeing it what looks like a fucking carnival in this family's backyard when I'm like I want to know where the rest of those guys are that tried to kill your family is this like the general consensus I better be I need to know like sound off in the comments below if you've been deeply fucking let down by this season of Yellowstone like I'm Audi I'm Audi and I subscribed to the fucking subscribe I had subscribed to the to the runoff shows or what are they called the spinoff shows like I was all about the first season of the spinoff show which is like 1893 or 1883 whatever I think it's 1883 where it's like that's the first generation Dutton that sets up the ranch and like why the ranch is there and like why the ranch is important to the family and like this next season has Harrison Ford in it and it's trash Harrison Ford's working a lot again yeah, he's he in that really show is. I love too and he's great mm -hmm. he's a fucking national treasure just like Kevin Costner and I can't watch a fucking episode of this show because it's so bad it's literally so bad so anyway Taylor <laughs> there's more yeah, this is the actual article. Now I'm getting to the actual oh, article. We haven't even got to the story yet? No. Oh, my god. Of course gosh. we haven't. I'm getting hot in here. I know. I'm dripping. So, so make it fast. Kevin Costner has made himself available for the next season to film 
over and over again. He's held dates. He's told other projects he can't participate because he's holding dates for Yellowstone. He's a very professional actor. He takes this very seriously. He's a fucking producer on it. And Taylor Sheridan hasn't written the show. Taylor Sheridan has 95 shows out right now, all of which kind of not great. All kind of the same. Can you give me like a few of them so I can uh, see? Tulsa King. Oh, no. And 1939 or 1932 or whatever this other spinoff show. So he's that I not watch. for me. No, he, well, he he might have been, but he he's like, I'm going to write every episode. It's like, you can't write every episode. And all of your shows are struggling because of it. And not only that, but he has said things to Kevin Costner when Kevin Costner's like, well, here's my idea. Like, let's talk about this, this direction of the show. And he goes, stick to acting. Oh. I'm like, yeah, I'm also an executive producer on this show. And by the way, like, who the fuck are you? Like, but he's like, he's like drunk on his own juice right now. And it's like, bro, your juice is rotten. Like you were hot season three of Yellowstone season four comes in and you're fucking, you're, you're drinking your own vomit, bro. And then you're vomiting it back up and then drinking it again and acting like everybody wants it like a nice margarita. And we don't. I'm that happy now. I think this is a good place to leave. You want to get into some advice? Then? You ruin more meetings for us. I don't give a fuck, bro. All right. Well, Taylor Sheridan's definitely not watching our show. I'm going to say that right now. If he wanted, if he had writers, he'd be like, yeah, I'd love to be in your room. I really identify with Beth. I like, actually, I, I, I really love that he's written a, an abundance of really strong female characters. And then I start watching this new season of like 1930 fucking ten whatever. <laughs> and he has just hired like a bunch of like hot blonde women who have like fake hair and like fake lips and fake tits. And it's like, this is 1930 something. Why is every woman you've cast full of fucking silicone and the least natural looking person you could ever possibly find? <laughs> but then he has them have armpit hair as if that sells the period okay and i'm just like what the fuck well happy birthday to lizzie how could the guy that wrote beth also write these bitches if you're watching this on friday don't forget to wish her a happy birthday on instagram or her youtube channel where she posts vlogs every take Tuesday. me to lunch and if you want more in-depth yellowstone conversations we're never gonna have them again here god damn they will please, be on your vlog i channel. will be in the comment section actively participating with anybody who wants to talk yellowstone because all of my other friends have stopped watching okay. Okay, and, and I'm I done can't. too. <laughs> this was enough for me. Um, thank you guys for supporting our show. We love you so much, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. And, and that's, that's the set. <sighs>